0: Okay, so um, let's do uh, one of the last Shurim on mezuzah. Let's try to wrap up and get as much as we possibly can done in today's share to try and get through a lot of the halachas that we didn't get to. Uh, we're going to start with the actual mezuzah itself, okay? We're going to start with the mezuzah itself and the case. We discussed, we mentioned, I mentioned to you that there are actually halachas that are on a gear to the case itself as opposed to the position of the mezuzah, which obviously there's many halachas. So we'll start like this. There's a drisha brought down in the shach and cotton base, where he brings over here an interesting thing. He says that um depending on where the mezuzah is, if it's placed in a mokim Kadusha or it's placed in a mockham of tinuf of dirt over there, and the kolbi and the smak brought down in the baisos of Sivhei, says that if sometimes the mezuzah is in a place where it will see. Things that are not 100% clean, like for example, if you change the baby's nappy or diaper in that place and the mezuzah is opposite that area, so the mezuzah is always going to be subject to seeing the, uh, the, you know, the the baby and Mokham Erevan and all these sorts of things. So the cold boy and the smuck both say that you should cover the mezuzah in such a case. However, if that's not the case, for example, it's a mezuzah on your front door, or on your dining room door, or whatever it may be. Tov that it should be clear. Right now, it's very important because the uh, the the going brings a shame. as well. What we're looking for over here is we're looking to try and make sure that the shame shem the shin dalad the shakai, should actually be seen from the outside. So it's important. The first thing you have to know, and when people call me up with shailas of mezuzah, so oh, I'll tell you a murder Shabbos, this one came in. This is a, This was not an email. Shabbos. This one came in. Kevaldegashayla. I'm not even going to tell you the answer because it's complicated. But just listen to the shayla. I'll be asking father this, Kasha. It's a Kevaldegashayla. Somebody had a, a room. It was a room with a toilet in it. He decided to split the room in two. So he put up a door. He put up a door against the toilet. So, so to speak, like he made a mini toilet, right? Put up the door there. Now the room is much, much smaller. Is it chaiven and mezuzah, that room? It's a room now split into two, half of it has got a door with a toilet, and half of it is not. So the question is, how do we look at it? Do we say that the toilet that there is really the whole room, just as a door, which actually didn't go up to the ceiling, and therefore if the whole room is a toilet, it's pata? Or do we say, no, it's got a door there, it's got a heka, it's got a mechitsa, and therefore it's its own room, but it takes away from the Daladamas, because it's much smaller now, it's not Daladal Dalad, and therefore, okay, or whatever, we mentioned that last time, Miki go different directions. Um, you know, which way around you look at it? So it's an interesting question. It's almost like, you know, I remember sitting with a fellow who just left prison, and one of the Shailas was this Shailah, right? Because obviously he wasn't going to run a Mazuzur on the prison, but theoretically they had a, um toilet in the cell, in his, you know, his bed and his chair and his desk and his toilet right there so do you know if it takes up the whole room so then theoretically the whole room is going to be potter so you just say that the same thing over here or because he put a door there so maybe it's considered to be a soap, but the said there was no door all the way up to the ceiling there was still an empty place over there so that's an interesting china but let's move on but it sounds like from over here before we interrupted, that there's an Indian that the case should be see-through. And when people call me, I tell them, I tell them the halachas, I tell them, by the way, be careful which case you buy. They're like, well, what's the difference which case I buy? And then you go to the stores, million type of cases. Right, there's halachic ramifications, which case you need for the mezuzah. It's meant to be a see-through case, so you can see the shin, dalat, and yud, on the khalaf over there. Now, of course, if it's in a situation, for example, it's in a kid's room, and, let's say, you know, it's, straw, it's in a mamad, it's in a bomb room, when you close the door, the Muslims is on the inside, and kids are getting undressed over there, then obviously it's meant to be covered. But in a case where that's not the case, then really, it should be um, it should be open over there. Now, let's move on. Uh, we're going to just fly through many alochas, we're, we're going to just fly through many alochas, we started late, so we're just going to try to fly through as much as we can, because I try to finish up the alochas. What's the aloha? what's the alocha, um you know what, let's, let's do it this direction, let's do this direction, um, you know, we'll start like this, what happens if the mezuzah fell, what's the lacha? right, it happens to be sometimes that the, uh, the mezuzah is affixed with sellotape, the tape, and it wasn't so strong, and it fell down, so what's the thing, do you have to make a new brocha when you put it on or not, right, so first of all, first question is, do you have to fast, when a mezuzah f- falls, do you have to fast or not? So the post can bring down that since a mezuzah has a more light to than, t- than, t- than Tfilin and Sefer Torah, you do not have to fast when it when it falls, but you should give stoker. You should give staka. Um You should give stoker in that case. Uh, if it falls, you absolutely have to make a new bracha. Now, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. How often do you have to check your mezuzah? So there's a Gemara in Yuma, Daffyoda Aleph, Omen Aleph. The Gemara says, Mezuzah's Yochid, Nivdekens, Pa'amim be Right? That means twice in seven years. Vishal Rabim, says the Gemara, Pa'amim be Once in fifty years. So says the Gemara in Yuma, very clearly, if it's a private mezuzah, basically belonging to a private home, once, twice, seven years. If it's a public one, Anything that belongs to the rabbin, Rashi says over there in Yuma, it's a tircha, and therefore because it's a tircha, we don't want a person to be torich, and therefore that's the halacha. A yochid twice in seven, and a rabbin twice in twice. I'm sorry, twice in fifty, twice in fifty. Okay, um, what's the reason why it's so long? So, Chankilietski on the Sefer, when he explains in Sefer Masechta, so he says that every three and a half years, because generally before that, there's considered to be a um, chazaka that it keeps its original status, and therefore it's okay. Now it's interesting, the Rosh brings down that lacha, and he says the reason why it's a Chiv doraisa to check, is because maybe it gets ruined, because it rubs out from all the moisture that could be around from the Mezuzah. Right? There's a lot of moisture. The thing is that nowadays, our mezuzahs are totally different to what it used to be. Uh, number one, our inks are much, uh, you know, they're much more durable. They're able to last a lot longer. They're stronger. They, the, what they make the inks from are much stronger. Number two, the cloth that we have is a much more sensitive cloth. It, it's able to be it. It's able to hold the ink for a lot longer. And number three, we cover it with a thin layer of... You know, plastic or cellophane or serrano wrap, whatever. And then you put it into this, you know, plastic or metal, whatever case. So basically, it's, it, it's got a lot of safeguards. A lot of the posts can say, because of this, if the mezuzah is totally sealed, it actually does not require checking every three and a half years. As I pass in the Misa, Shlomo Zalman, and Rav they both held that if the mezuzah is really sealed well, and you have to know each mezuzah, I'm not going to tell you what to do, you have to check your mezuzah. If you see that it's sealed tight with one of those plastic wraps really well on both sides, it's really wrapped up, it's put into a, into a, into a case that's you know sealed well, especially if it's on the inside of your house and it's not subject to the wind and the rain and everything else, then there's definitely a big mockum to be made. I'll, and not do it every three and a half years. Other poets can say, no, what's it mean? The Shulchanag says, the Gemara says every three and a half years, twice in seven, that's what you've got to do, and that's what a lot of people hold, and some people even check it every Elul, some people check it every, situ- you know, uh, there's lots of different things that people check, you know, I'm not going to go into that, but al piyal that's what it is, and the Gemara says twice in seven. What does twice in seven mean? When the Gemara says twice in seven, what does that mean? So, the Gemara doesn't say every three and a half years, Now, if the Gomorrah wanted to say, you should check it every three and a half years, the Gomorrah could have said every three and a half years. But the Gomorrah didn't say that. The Gomorrah said twice in seven years, which basically means if you checked it after two years, don't wait another five years to check it. Twice in seven. Rather, in three and a half years, you should check it. Now again, the Matthei fire brings down the Achasidim and Anshim Isa check it every Elo, the, um They bring down from others that if there's a for HaShasholim in the house, then person should check it over there. The Yolch says, any reason why you suspect there may be a crack or there may be a problem, for example, if you have a Zuzah on the outside of your house and it was snowing, Kenayin Horror, what was going on over there, maybe that's a reason for a person to check it and if a person rents a house or an apartment and it has been already up, the three and a half years don't start from when you move in. It counts from when it was last checked. That's what a lot of mistake that people make in that case. Now, what type of checking does it need? What type of bedikah does it need? So most post old. you don't have to go to a sofa, you don't have to go to a magia, someone that checks all these things, you could check it yourself. And the Peskhi Tshuva, and Sivkot and Gimel, brings this to Allah that you could check your own mezuzah, people don't know this, I'm saving you time and money, Rabbi Isai, right now, very simple, you want to check your mezuzahs, here's a perfect opportunity to check your mezuzahs, Okay. You open up your mezuzah. You open it up, you open up the scroll. You'll find, it, hopefully, a very familiar pausha, Kriya Shema. You read it carefully. As you read it, you go look at the letters to make sure they're all whole. You make sure they're all there, right? Now, I would suggest, when you do it, do it with a siddha. Ah, I know Kriya Shema by heart. Yeah, but when you know it by heart, you won't notice if there's a letter missing. It's just how it is. So, if you go word for word with a siddha, right, Shema, Yisrael, Hashem, and okay. Just go word for word for word for word for the sinner. Check that mezuzah is intact. In other words, that every letter, every tug, the tug is the crown on the top, Shatnat's gates, right? That have a tug on top of it. You check that it's whole. Nothing's cracked. Nothing's rubbing out. It's 100% Mercedes. I'm just saving you money. Got a lot of people that take a lot of money for this. Maybe even you guys, right? Corona. This is like a Kvaldika Pranosa. We check the for you. There we are. My voice said, no, we go around the Catskills. We're checking mazuzas for you. Corona age. It's Kedai to check your mazuzas For only a $100 per Zuzas, we will come to your house and check it for you. Dial 1-800. Okay. So, basically, you could do that. So it's not even a big deal. People get all nervous. Like, we really need to go check it. If it's got a crack, or if something's rubbing out, or you're not sure of something, that, in Achanami, ask a local Orthodox rabbi if he's familiar with the ksav. To know that, then an chanami. But otherwise you could check it yourself. It's absolutely fine for a person to do that, not a problem whatsoever. Now, when you take off the mezuzah to check it, right? we'll discuss in a moment that it's very, very dangerous to take off a mezuzah. Do you need to replace it with another one? So Let's say I'm not going to take it myself. I'm going to take it to the rabbi, I'm going to take it to a magia, a soifer, whatever it is. Do I have to replace it in the meantime with another one? Because in the meantime, my house doesn't have a mezuzah. Right? There's a mitzvah. We send you're making a mitzvah every moment. You're being a vatel, a mitzvah, as I say, when you take off a mezuzah to check, when you don't have a mezuzah on it. So Das Kedoshim brings down that it's such a small amount of time, then it's okay. The Imik wants to taina, that since Chazal have the right to be oiked a with the shevel taisa, and therefore over here, over here, especially as you're doing a Tekonus chazal, because I'm checking the mezuzah to make sure that it's kosher. Therefore, it's okay. And he taines as well. Even more than that, the shevet kahasi, the bells dying, and and Chelik reisha and gimel wants to tain that since this is a chelik of takonos chazal. What do you mean? Chazal want me to have a mezuzah. They don't want me to have a postal mezuzah. They want me to have a mezuzah that's kosher. I do not know if it's kosher? You got to check it. Chazal tell you every every twice in seven years. Memeda, I'm doing takonos chazal. By checking the mezuzah. And therefore it's a problem. You should know. The river Safran brings down. That when he gave his mezuzahs to a sofa to check. He would wait there by the sofa. And as he finished one by one. He would grab it. Run home and put it on. He didn't want the house to be without a mezuzah. The room to be without a mezuzah for a moment. More than it needed to be. And he says, if you're in a situation like this, when the sofa calls you up and says, okay, your mezuzah is ready, I'll come out late on the way to my No, no, no. You go now. Because if it's ready, you must go. Now, when you put back the mezuzahs, now there's a question over here. If you change the mezuzah's position, now this is not so poshut, right? It's not so poshut. We said last time, if you remember, we talked about the differences between a Khib Dorei's and Achiev Draponon. There are certain uh, rooms in your house that do not require mezuzah Dorei's, only Draponon, Lchumra, whatever. So you've got to be careful, for example, when you take the mezuzah off of the front door, that you don't put it now on, I don't know, the sliding door in between two rooms, which are tiny, which may not be higher than the mezuzah like the front door does. And therefore you should try to mark off, when you take off the mezuzah, where did it come from? To put it back at the same place, just like, remember, we spoke about the in the mishkan, the Ushalmi, that talks about the... Uh, the Koshim have to be put back in the same place. When Kalal travelled, we brought down the Mogan Avram from the Shlach Kodesh, the Atorah on the Tullus and the fringes on your Tzitzis, always to make sure that this Kfirs is always the same. Same thing over here as well. Now, do you have to make a new brocha? Now, we know, we mentioned this last time, when you put up the brocha, when you put up the mezuzah, even on many mezuzahs, you only make one brocha, Lik Voya Mezuzah which Agav the Taz brings down, really you should need two mezuzahs, because that's what the Possek says, al-mezuzoi spesecha, but the might it means one. So, look, here's the problem, when you take down the mezuzah and you put them back, so do you have to make a new bracha or not? So there's a famous Orach shulchan, which many of the poskim came, Rav Eliashev, Shevet HaLevi, Ramoshe go with this Orach shulchan, and let's say it depends on the same day. If you take off the mezuzah and put it back on, on the very same day then you do not have to make a new bracha. Whereas, if it's a new day, then you're going to have to make a new bracha. Uh, Rav Bloy in the Seva Choeva Saddor, wants to taina that if there was a hefzik, a break between two or three hours, between taking off the mezuzah, you would have to make a brand new bracha. Um, the Rab Chaim Keneski says, only if there's a hefzik with a lot of hefzik hadas, that's where it's considered to be. It's, it's basically a shayla of, right, you guys know this shayla, right? You take a rutzitzis, and you want to put it back on. For example, you go into the mikveh, not now, but you go into the mikveh in the pre-corona days, you went to the mikveh, or you went swimming for an hour or two, or you go for a shloff for an hour or two, whatever it may be, you take off your tzitzis, and you put them back on. Do you have to make a new bracha? No, within a few hours, generally not. The same idea, if you take off your tefillin. Why do you take off your tefillin? Not to go to the bathroom, that's all different. Scheinemann can have Rome. yeah, no. But you take off your twin and stump, I want to, uh, whatever it is, I need to go outside and, 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 and schmooze with someone on the phone, so I'm going to take off my twin and go outside, because obviously we're not going to talk in shul, and therefore I put it back on 10 minutes later. You don't have to make a new bracha, because your das was that way. Your das was that way. So the same thing over here as well. You took off the mezuzah, you took it off with kavana to put it back on again. Almost like you guys know, for example, in Simon Ration on Gimel. Sif Base talks about Chazorah. Chazorah of Shabbos means when you take a Cholom pot off of the flame, the only way you're allowed to replace it on the flame, even if it's a blech there and fully cooked and hot, is if you had Das to do so. And it's the same thing over here. Since you had Das, you took off the Mezuzah to replace the Mezuzah there for that which is why it leads us to our question, why is it when the Mezuzah falls off, is it poshant that you have to make a new bracha? And the answer is because when it fell off, there was no Das. No, you didn't take it off Al to re put it back on. The maily is different. But when you take it off, that's different. Okay? So Agav, just to mention this to you, that um If any of you wear a talus, Donia wears a talus, right? Have you wear a talus? No. You wear a talus, right? You do wear a talus, right? Two yakkas we have. Tovi also, right? Tovi as well, right, that's right. Who else over here? Chassidish, 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 Chassidish. Okay, Gavaldic. So the rest of them are Chassidish. So they, don't, they don't know what I'm talking about. But if you wear a talus in the middle, and it slips off, no, what's the halacha? Who's going to tell us? Avi, what are you telling? What happens? No, what does the Shulchan say if in the middle of davening, and your talus falls off? What's the Shulchan Aruch? Don't take your hand off the wheels, dangerous. Bracha, right? I, I just lip read you. People by the way found nowadays that they didn't understand what people were saying when they're wearing masks. Even though you're hearing them. Because when you listen to people, you're also lip reading at the same time. There's a very important factor of watching what they're saying. So I was just lip reading you. And uh, yeah, you're correct. The Shochan does say to make a bracha. Comes along with keep aiking of Shalomizam and say no. Because my das originally, when I put it on the beginning of Davening, was that it should remain for the whole Davening. So it came off. Uh, that's not my kavana. The lady of Shlomo Zaman answers a famous kasha, which is already not for now, but if you take off by mistake, this is the Motikashaila of I once had this, a newly, newlywed couple came to me, or the couple, the husband came to me, very embarrassed. He says to me, I decided to be nice to my wife, and I, uh, it's not, well, I, I rephrased that. Nice to your wife. That's called being normal. Helping. He decided to help, and he took off the chicken soup to serve Friday night. Told his wife, you sit there, relax. I'm taking, off the sh- I'm taking off the chicken soup. He comes in with the chicken soup. His wife, <gasps> with horror, she looks, You took off the chalent. What's the problem? She's a seminary student, so she knows that locha. He's a shiva pocha. What does he know? So he has no idea that you're not allowed to put it back. She knows, because she went to seminary, <claps> you're not allowed to put it back. You didn't have kavana. Your, your das so when you took off the chicken soup was to remain off. Mashenka <speaking in> the chalent. Know that? So, therefore, anyway, they came to me anyway, they told me I allowed to put it back on. Based on this of Shamazam, which is based on the Kiva based on the Cholik of the Shokhanach, and the Chatzetas. But anyway, let's move on. So, when it falls, Avadi, you have to make a new brocha, that's no Shiloh whatsoever. Um, painting the room, by the way, right? This is, again, people do with sim, right? You do. Um, Uh, refurbishments, you do redecorating, all these sorts of things. And you've got people there, especially Goyim, that are painting the room, painting the doorways, all these things. So, rather, you're allowed to take off the mezuzah in order to paint the area in that case. Now, that leads us to a very important question. And that is, is removing the mezuzah such a serious thing or not? So, there's a Gemara in Baba Metziah. Baba Metziah, Kuv Beis an Aleph. Where the Gemara tells us that when a person rents a house to his friend... The soicha has to put on the mezuzah. By the way, that's the raya, that when you move into an apartment, you, the guy that rents it, you have to put the mezuzah on. When the may guys call me and say, what do I do? My baldira doesn't want to put a mezuzah. I say, I don't know. Learn a shulchan That says the soicha, you have to actually put on the mezuzah. So that's the halacha. It's a b'fushikimah. Right? So, I don't know, Kuf base is like hundred, a 102. Now, I don't know people, you know, it's quite hard to get to Daf Kuf base, you know, when you start from Daf Aleph and Daff Aander, only do four blood the whole month. But anyway, in Bomancia, Kuf base, Oman Aleph, it's very clear that the strike has to rent and go and put the mezuzah on. So, the Gomorrah says <inaudible mad-> that when you leave, don't take the mezuzah <wish> with you, right? Unless you're renting to a goy because if you take, you're renting it to a guy, then obviously you've got to take it off. That's a double partial ad Not only that, the Gemara brings a story of somebody that took the mezuzah with them when they left. The the what happened over there? What's the problem? Ma'baya. What's the problem with taking on mezuzah? What's the problem? So there are three reasons, okay? Listen carefully to these three reasons. I want to spend, I'm just spending a bit more time on this than the other lochus because this is something that people just are not so aware of. Uh the sh- there's um and the shiltis the Namuka Yosef brings this in Hilchus Megillah da base. It's a Bezayin, It's it's a it's a that you're taking the mezuzah off and now this mezuzah is not being used. Reason number one. Reason number two Toysfus In Bob Kuf Allah from the base, said it's a sakona, it's goyrim hezik. When you take a mezuzah off the wall, you're allowing the shindalas, the shadim, the demons, these thingies, whatever you want to call them, to enter your house. Until now, you had a shmirah with the mezuzah, that shmirah has been removed, says Tosos, that's a very dangerous thing. And the last reason is the ritva, where the ritva says, Masalik Kedusha. You're taking away kedusha. There was kedusha in the house. There's no longer kedusha. So we have three pshatim in the rishayim. Why it's a problem to take off the mezuzah? My nafgamina between the machoikas rishayim. Rabbi besalomdas. What's the nafgamina between the three reasons? The chat looks empty. No, boy Three reasons in the rishayim. What's the nafgamina? The nafkumin is Pashat. If you're taking the mezuzah, and you're putting it somewhere else. If the reason is like the ritva, and twice verse, it's still going to be Asa. Right? Because at the end of the day, there's still a sasakana and there's still a, a, a Masalik Kedusha. But if the reason is the Muki Yosef and the Sheltis, that what? It's a bizon that's not being used. There's no bizon because it's being used somewhere else. So that, that, that's what it is. Uh, you know, without going into too much now, lemaisa, let's talk lemaisa. Very, very common shaila. Alright, you buy beautiful mezuzahs for your apartment, for your house, you move apartment, you move house, now what do I do now? The halacha is, you're not allowed to remove the mezuzahs. The Birke Yosef says this very clearly, brought down in the Pesach et Shuvah, Sikot and Zayin, Rav all of them are so clear. When you leave your house, you do not take mezuzahs. So now the question is, what do I do? Right, I told this Hassan we mentioned this at the beginning, right, I told this chasen, at least for the front door, buy a chash of a mezuzah. Now that's cost, uh, uh, $100, $120, $80, whatever it is. It's expensive. He want, He's only renting an apartment for, for you know, for six months, a year, a year and a half. He's going to move it into his house when it's ready. So if that's the case, what does he do? So I have a couple of aces. First of all, I do want to tell you, the Chazanish would not answer Shailas like this. The Chazanish, and it's a Sakona, I cannot answer such Shailas. But lemaisa, I spoke to many different postkim, and they will mask him that what you could do is, it's a shtickle harama, but it works. And that is, they do like this. You get less Muhuda ones, cheaper ones, or gemach ones, or something else. You then take off the mezuzah off your door, in order to check. You then replace it immediately with another one. You then check the mazusa, because you took it off to check. So I'm actually checking it. You do a good proper checking. Okay, now you leave it, take it with you in the suitcase. I took it off in order to check. That's mutter. I'm allowed to take it off to check. Once I took it off, I quickly replaced it with a replacement, which is also fine. I just didn't replace the replacement. So that's also okay. So that will be the etzer over there of a person... How to, uh, how to get rid of that Shailah. Now, Ravai said, bear in mind, there's a lot of shilas that we did not mention in Hilkos Mezuzah. Just because we could just go on and on and on and on and on and on. And, uh, I think we have to move on to other halachas, which Be'ez Hashem we will be. But, uh, I think we just got a little bit of an idea of what Mezuzahs are. Be'ez Hashem, maybe we'll do Hazorah as well, Be'ez Hashem.